Hey, Tapsters. Before we start the episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about planning. We are in the fourth quarter of 2021, and this is a great time to start thinking about what worked, what didn't work, how the pandemic affected your business and how you've overcome that, and what your plan is to increase your revenue for the coming year. And one of those ways is introducing a different destination, a more luxury destination, maybe even a bucket list destination. And so because of that, I am currently partnering with Kusa Africa Travel Services to bring you a FAM January 2022 to South Africa. If you have not already checked it out, definitely go to the travelagentpodcast.com backslash FAM trips and look it over. This is a great opportunity to add this destination to your repertoire. We are staying at luxury properties and we are also bringing along a travel blogger and a travel photographer to make sure that you actually get the content necessary to be able to sell that when you come home and actually during the trip. And that's just a little bit of a twist that we are adding to these particular fams because a lot of times we're taking selfies or we're so busy and we don't get the content that we need in order to show that we are an expert in a specific destination. On top of the fact that we are having multiple conversations with suppliers and providing you with services to be able to help you turn around your quotes a lot quicker. So again, if you have not checked out the Travel Agent Podcast Tour and we're going to South Africa and to Thailand, uh, definitely go to the website, fill out the application, and let's talk and see if this is going to be a good fit. And with that, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Hello and welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. We are so excited to have this next guest and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Thank you. My name is Anita Powell and I am from the Africa Hub and Small World Marketing. Awesome. So I always like to start out asking kind kind of like, how did you get into the travel industry? I focus predominantly on the African travel industry. And I've been very lucky, I suppose, that I've always been very passionate about Africa. So I followed a career that really was my passion as well. My parents lived out in South Africa. And when I was younger, growing up, We used to hear these amazing stories of their life out there. And my sister was actually born out there. I was born in Yorkshire in England. So about as far removed from South Africa as you can get. But we grew up hearing these amazing stories of their adventures out in Africa. And I just always, for me, it was always this kind of magical place. I had this kind of, this draw. And so after my school, um, in between school and university, I took a gap year and I went out and and worked out in Africa and just absolutely loved it. And then whenever I could, would get out there again. I did geography and anthropology at university. I was very interested in, in development work. So working for an NGO like Oxfam. I actually did a master's in development studies, um, but I wanted to focus on ecotourism. And I went and studied, uh, did my thesis in Kenya, because Kenya, this is many years ago now, this was in 1999, but Kenya really was very pioneering in ecotourism. 
And whilst I was out there, I was supposed to be out there for three weeks. I ended up staying for 11 months. Um, I just did. I just absolutely loved it and ended up running safari camps, lodges, whatever I could do to, to stay out there. And I just knew that whatever career I followed, I wanted to have it involved in Africa in some way. So I just feel I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to have, have always had that passion. When I returned to the UK, I worked for a magazine called Travel Africa magazine for a couple of years. Then I worked for an agency in London called Hills Balfour, and I joined them as a UK manager for the Kenya Tourist Board. Um, and then 15 years ago, I set up Small World Marketing, which is a marketing and PR representation company. And all our clients are independently owned boutique hotels and lodges within Eastern and Southern Africa. Um, and I've, I've just never looked back. Um, and I've just really, and I'd always say to my children, that whatever job you have, as long as you're passionate about it and it's a subject that you love, you'll always enjoy your career um, because ultimately you have that kind of, you know, inquisitive desire to always develop and expand because ultimately you're really interested in your subject. I was very lucky. My father was a musician. My mother was a nurse and they always just encouraged me to follow what I was passionate about. So I was never had the pressure. I was also quite lucky because I wasn't hugely academic. So I was never pressurized to go and be a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that. They just always encouraged me to follow what I was interested in. So I've, I've always felt very privileged that I've had that path that I've been able to follow that has, has felt that it's always been kind of almost quite straightforward following what I've done. So I'm, yeah, I'm very lucky that I absolutely love my work. That's awesome. And it's always really nice to hear those stories where like you kind of just got to follow a path that made you happy and like it's still fulfilling to this day so you just have an entire adult life of being uh, passionate about a specific subject and being able to work with and help that specific you know group of people so congratulations to you because it doesn't always work out that way for a lot of people yeah I was gonna say it's still hard you know it's still I mean I'm a, I'm a working mom I've got three kids it's it's always hard, as any working mum would understand. It's always hard getting that balance. And sometimes, particularly last 18 months, I've just literally been working so hard. And you, you worry sometimes. But I think what I'm so lucky with is when Small World Marketing was 10 years old, I took my children and my husband to South Africa because I really wanted to show them really why mummy works. Obviously, mummy works to pay bills as well. But kids are very simple. And if they can con conceptualise you know, mummy working equals us going on nice holidays. That's not the kind of theoretical truth. But it was so great to be able to kind of almost exorcise my, my working mother's guilt and, and showing them what I do and, and why I love it so much, which was just really rewarding. Same here. Like, I think that they have definitely benefited from my passion and which in turn is, I hope, building them into like global citizens who really understand that there's more than just the little space we take up in Indiana. So more about your marketing agency, like how did that come about? And over the last 18 months, how have you handled the pandemic? So I set up Small Marketing 15 years ago. And when I was working for the agency in London as UK manager of the Kenya Tourist Board, I came across agencies that were very small and worked with a handful of hotels. And I just always knew I wanted to do my own thing. I'd come from working in Kenya where... You don't have one company, you have three. You know, you have to be so resourceful because you don't have that kind of the security, which we unfortunately have all discovered over the last 18 months, even with bigger companies, there's not necessary security. And so I, I just always knew I wanted to be my own boss. And so I, I set up um, yeah, 15 years ago and I just was very determined to have a small collection of properties that I really was passionate about and actually were, were very strong in giving back. And I also knew my first client would really set the precedent for moving forward. 
Uh, my first client was a property in Kenya called Shampoli, which very sadly is, is no longer in existence, not because of our work. Yes, that was an amazing property called Shampoli, which is actually a community lodge. So it was built in conjunction with the local community. And that really was just, I absolutely loved working with them because I totally believed in everything they were doing. And really every client since then, we only take on, on hotels and lodges that we, A, feel um, we can make a difference to, and B, really feel we can connect with and, and we ha- share the same ethos. And so we're really fortunate that actually we've got an amazing portfolio of clients. We've got 11 clients and incredibly, we've only lost one over the last 18 months, um, which bearing in mind that lots of them have not had any income or very limited income is just amazing. But what we did when the pandemic started, I actually found it incredibly emotional those first few weeks because I just, you could see the impact. Well, you realize the impact and the importance of tourism. And we basically went to all our clients straight away and we said, right, this is what we're doing. We're halving our retainer fees. We're going to do this work. And we had a really busy marketing plan and activity plan set up for the next few months. And we just literally worked our absolute behinds off. And, and really, it was the most amazing period in a way, because we just became so much closer to our clients because they could see. And a big part of what we were doing was like these webinars that were just growing in number. So they could see that whilst we couldn't get out and see agents face to face. We were just having this online webinar following that was really, really growing. Um, so we're giving them incredible exposure, even during a period where we couldn't see people face to face. And that online engagement and that online following was really what led to the Africa Hub being developed as well. So for those who haven't heard about the Africa Hub, which I don't know how you haven't, but if you haven't, can you give us a little bit more information about what that is and how they can be involved in that? Yeah, sure. So the Africa Hub, the idea of the Africa Hub came about because we were doing these webinars on our hotel clients and a few operators asked me to actually do more destination training webinars. And I suddenly realized that it was all very well me speaking about my lovely little independent hotel client in Southern Tanzania. But if agents didn't understand why they were looking at selling Southern Tanzania compared to Northern Tanzania, Tanzania compared to Kenya, if they didn't have that kind of destination level knowledge, then almost what was the point about me talking about these little independent properties that they would never really get to that stage of selling. So, and I also got asked by a couple of operators to do more kind of destination training. Um, And so it was a real light bulb moment that actually, particularly my destination background with Kenya Tourist Board, I realized that there was not one resource which was offering quality controlled destination education, really. And so what we did is we started approaching different destination experts. And through our through my network of, of, of having been in the industry so long, we could quite easily identify not only those destination experts, but also those, those individuals that would be very engaging when, as you know, you know, it's so important when you're doing webinars or podcasts to have that engagement factor as well. So we started doing these webinars and getting destination experts to present because really we were not the experts on all the different destinations. We were finding the individuals who, who were the experts, who lived and breathed their different countries. And so that's what we started doing. And, and the following just you know, went through the roof. I mean, for our Botswana one last year, we had 600 people plus um, connecting. And so it was incredible. But I quickly realized this was not smaller marketing. You know, this was not our marketing PR agency. This was a bigger, this had to be a different brand. And that's where the idea of the Africa Hub came about. But essentially, it's an online training resource where anyone selling Africa or anyone involved in selling Africa can go on and, and learn about the different destinations. And each destination, the webinars are broken down into bite-sized sections, different geographical areas. So if you had an inquiry for the Masai Mara in Kenya, you could go onto the Kenya destination page 
click on the Masai Mara, what we call bite size, the, the, the cut video, and you could quickly feel that you were the expert or you, you felt comfortable about talking to your client about the, the Masai Mara. And so that launched in February and within 24 hours, we had 500 registered followers. Within three months, we had 1,500. We're now at nearly 2,000 um, agents from over 60 countries. So it's been actually, selfishly, it's been a hugely positive project to work on during this time because you feel like you're doing something that's of, of value and you hope that it will help put Africa back on the map when the time is right. Yes, I found you and I found it incredibly helpful because that is actually was my plan before COVID to move to like exclusively selling Africa. But because I had never been there and one of the things I always say, there's so many resources, but nothing that kind of gives you a path. And this was really helpful. It broke it down in small enough pieces that I was able to consume. And it was beautiful. It was just great content. So I really appreciate it, which is why I reached out to you because I was like, this is brilliant. And I think that people realize that a lot of people, especially in the U.S., um, Africa is a bucket list place. So with COVID, like, I feel like more people are saying, okay, I'm going to execute this bucket list a lot sooner. And you just kind of have a perfect platform to be able to get the knowledge necessary to be able to sell it. So thank you, because it's been incredibly helpful in my own business. So once things kind of open up and we're just going to keep our fingers crossed uh, that Delta just kind of goes away, what are kind of some of your plans um, going forward or what it, what is the roadmap for the next I don't know, six to 12 months. Well, I mean, with the Africa Hub, there's so many ideas we've got. What we're, what we're working on next is we did quite a lot of trade research before we launched as a subscription concept, because obviously the first four months the site was totally free, but it has to become revenue generating in some way. So we've, we've launched with a very modest um, subscription fee, but one of the, we did some trade research before we launched um, the subscription. And one of the key things the agent said was that destination information is so useful that actually what they wanted to do is go a step further and have like an accommodation directory where our destination experts handpick what we call the best in class selection of, uh, of accommodation options. And it won't just be high end, it will be kind of a brilliant little B&B that does a great job or a small little um, tented camp that's a three-star tented camp, as well as the kind of high-end properties as well. So we're working with our destination experts to really kind of pull together this accommodation directory. And it won't just be a listing, it's going to be, you know, to be able to filter it. So if you have like an acquirer for a family wanting to go hot air ballooning, but also do rhino tracking, they can filter according to what their requirements are. And also it's all designed with an agent in mind. So it's not just like a marketing page. It's also got things like which other properties that that particular property pairs well with. So when you're making itinerary, um, itinerary examples, um, a marketing toolbox. So for, for example, we really re realize that actually teams are massively cut back. So they don't necessarily have those marketing teams they had before. So actually what we're trying to do is provide as many resources that are as useful as possible. So for example, on the property page, you'll have kind of suggested social media captions, 150 words of copy. So the kind of things you can just go in and grab if you're a one-man band and you're trying to do social media as well as do everything else. You can go in there and you've already got this huge resource of marketing. It's a marketing toolbox you can tap into and you can use. So that's the accommodation directory. We're also looking at listing other really useful Links. So, for example, there's particularly in the UK, there's a the travel clinic we've just teamed up with that does a three hour turnaround for PCR test. That we're linking, so, we're going to have in the hub section of our site useful insurance company details, all that kind of practical knowledge 
or that, that agents, anyone selling Africa might need to have. But also, this is not something that's just needed for Africa. I think actually it's needed globally. And so what we're trying to do is work out the model for Africa. And then we're going to the plan is to, to replicate it to, to the Latin America hub, the Asia hub, the Europe hub. Um, because ultimately, once we've worked out a kind of formula, it can be replicated for different geographical areas. And that's what the agent said. It's actually, this is so useful for us as a as a sales tool moving forward. Uh, you know, we don't have the expertise in other parts of the world, but we will be able to find someone who who can, who can then identify those experts and it's just a really useful sales tool for agents globally because it's not just look, we're based in the UK, but we've got over 60 you know, agents from over 60 countries that are using the site. So the information is not relevant necessarily for, for the UK. It's got global reference. It's ultimately relevant for anyone selling Africa. So there's loads of ideas. I mean, honestly, my sleep is very broken at the moment with just waking up at 3am with another crazy idea. But it's good fun. It's 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 nice to be feel like you're you're creating something positive. Hopefully, that people will find useful. I'm excited for you. So everyone, that information is going to be on the blog post and in the show notes for this particular show. So if you have thought about selling Africa or you're interested in the plethora of things that would be available to you in the, the toolbox, please click on the link. Sign up. It's brilliant. Is there anything that you have um, going on just like right now, personally or professionally, that's really exciting? I'd like to end the show with something exciting. To be honest, um, my life has been dominated by the Africa Hub over the last eight months. And it's been so exciting to work on that I'm actually due to be going on holiday on Sunday for two weeks, which actually personally is the most exciting thing because I haven't been on holiday for a very, very long time. Although fingers crossed we do get there because all three of my kids are currently testing positive for COVID. But it's now day seven and yeah, my husband and I don't have it yet. So fingers crossed we can get there. But really, I mean, for us, we're also about to do our first in-person event. So we've got Hub in the Pub happening in London on the 16th of September. So it'll be amazing just to have, you know, you get the trade industry friends together to just be together and be face-to-face and, and one and only are sponsoring that with us. So that's going to be really exciting just to have our first kind of event where, yeah, literally it's called Hub in the Pub. Uh, we wanted just to basically bring everyone together and have a drink and just kind of be together because that's what this industry is all about there it's a it's a close industry and there are lots of friends in it and it's just been that's one of been the hardest things is actually being apart from those people that you you really love spending time with and you know yeah so I'm looking forward to to yeah you know, our first event once I've recovered you know from uh, after my holiday well it was a pleasure having you on this show I'm so so excited to kind of follow your journey we will definitely be doing several more of these And if you haven't, check out Africa Hub. And again, thank you so much for coming on. That's amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit thetravelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.